Welcome to Finding My Fit, your go-to podcast for all things women's health, self-love and eating disorder recovery. If you enjoy the podcast, I would absolutely love for you to leave me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're interested in self-love and gratitude and self-reflection as much as I am, you are bound to absolutely love my Etsy products. My Etsy shop is called Finding My Fit Store and it's linked in the show notes of every single podcast episode. And with that being said, let's get on into today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoy. and welcome back to the podcast finding my fit today i'm going to talk all about how you can boost your energy so i'm just going to jump straight into the tips because i don't want to be blabbing you don't want me to be blabbing let's just get into it so the first tip is to eat a healthy and well-balanced diet i feel like this is a pretty obvious one it's probably one that anybody would say when it comes to energy you kind of do think about food because ultimately food is what gives us energy but when I say a healthy balanced diet, I don't mean I don't mean clean eating. I don't mean a diet that is completely free of junk food, a diet that only consists of fruit and vegetables. I don't mean that. I, I mean one that includes all of your macros, all of your micros, so your carbs, fats and proteins, and every single essential vitamin and mineral that we need. So all the way from vitamin A to vitamin K. And all of the minerals, including phosphorus, magnesium, manganese, potassium, sodium, all of that good stuff. All of these will contribute to a healthy and well-balanced diet. And ultimately, that is going to give you the energy that you need to, you know, go about your daily life. Of course, it's not just about the macros and micros, it's all about the calories. So ultimately, one of the main reasons why you're going to lack energy or why you're going to feel tired and lethargic and like you just don't want to move is because you're not eating enough. If you're not getting in enough energy, you're not eating enough calories, your body is going to let you know that and it's going to let you know by making you feel tired and by making you hungry and telling you, look, I want some more food, I don't have enough energy here. Ultimately, when you eat a range of foods and they're, you know, well-balanced whole grains, fruits and veggies, you are going to be fueling your body with the right things and it's going to thank you by giving you all of this energy and this, you know, this, what's the word, kind of full of life complexion, I guess. That's kind of what I'm looking for, you know, the glowing skin, the healthy nails, the thick hair, that confident kind of bubbly appearance. That is what you're aiming for and that's what you're going to get if you fuel your body with the right things in particular if i was going to recommend kind of things to focus on when it comes to energy and diet of course the calories is super important but in particular i would focus on getting in your whole grains focusing on making sure you have enough b12 iron and zinc because all of these are kind of linked to metabolism and energy also focusing on getting your iron because iron is what is found in our red blood cells and it contains certain chemical groups called heme groups and these heme groups actually bind to oxygen and when the red blood cell travels around the body this oxygen is then donated or kind of given to cells and that includes like our muscle cells our organs our heart you know every single cell that requires oxygen which is pretty much all of them So we need to make sure that we're getting enough iron if we are feeling tired and we want that boost of energy. 
Also, deficiencies in zinc and B12 have both been linked to low energy and low mood. And I do think that we also should be focusing on not kind of reducing our carbs as much as possible and not lowering our fat as much as possible because both of these are very diet culture kind of things to do and we need carbs and fats in order to function properly. In particular, fats are the highest in energy out of every macronutrient, so you get about nine calories per gram of fat as opposed to protein and carbs where you get about four calories per gram. So you are getting kind of the most bang for your buck when you eat fats. So if you are low on energy, try eating some high fat foods. And when I say high fat, I mean healthy fats. So, you know, the avocados, the nuts, those kind of things, the ones that are going to give you the polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fatty acids, which are the quote unquote healthy ones as opposed to the junk food and the pizza and the cakes and the biscuits that contain saturated fats. So, you know, they're the ones that our bodies have a harder time breaking down. They aren't as beneficial for us. I also want to point out that, of course, fats can be quite satiating. So if you are wanting that boost of energy, but you're struggling to eat a bit more, I would say try and spread the fats out throughout the day. To be honest, same with any macronutrient, spread out the carbs, the fats and the proteins throughout the whole day. Don't not have any carbs for the whole day and then have them all at 6pm. Don't eat all of your fat at breakfast and nothing for the rest of the day. Try and have that balance between every meal and snack. The next tip to boost your energy is drink enough fluid. Fluid, I'm basically talking about water here. Of course, you can have your coffees, you can have your smoothies, you can have your Lucozade if you really like that, your Red Bull, your vodka if it's the weekend. But ideally, you want to be focusing on water. Water is ultimately what is going to hydrate you, not really anything else. Is it 70% of our body is made out of water? That number is coming into my head. I think that's right. And that sounds about right because water is literally everywhere in the body. It's inside the cells, it's around the cells, it's in our tissue fluid, it's in our brain and spinal fluid, it's literally everywhere. Dehydration can lead to lower energy and fatigue because it's your cells are kind of starving they need water to function correctly a lot of the processes and the metabolic processes that our body undergoes needs water and if we lack that water our body is going to send us signals and say we can't do anything right now because we don't have enough water to actually function correctly and I mean we've all been there we've all had that dehydration headache and those aching muscles because we are dehydrated. I think it's when your body water percentage reduces by, I think it's 1%, that is when you start getting that headache and that groggy feeling. And I think when it's reduced by 5%, I want to say, you are then severely dehydrated and you're actually at risk of some serious damage. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure those are the right numbers, but literally 1% difference in your water composition within your body can make that much of a difference so it's really important in terms of fluid green tea is actually really good for you as well now i don't drink tea i don't like tea it actually even the smell of it fucking makes me feel sick but green tea 
actually contains something called L-theanine and this is known as a nootropic so it is very effective in small doses to help the brain and kind of improve brain function. Small doses of caffeine is quite an obvious one but that is Another thing that boosts our energy as well as the water, green tea and the L-theanine is small doses of caffeine. Now I know this is quite an obvious one, you know, when we're tired, when we wake up in the morning, we grab that coffee, we get out the door and we feel fine. Caffeine can actually give us an energy boost and help to stabilise our energy levels. So if we just go into the science of it a little bit, don't worry, I'm not going to go too sciencey, but I just want to explain kind of what adenosine is and how caffeine can overcome this adenosine signal. So what happens is when we wake up, you know, we were fine, we're not tired, we've just rested. And as we go throughout the day, our sleep pressure builds up. And this sleep pressure actually determines our wake and sleep cycle. Adenosine is a molecule that builds up in our brains. And every single minute you're awake, it's building up more and more. So the longer you're awake, the more adenosine that you have. And this actually causes the increased desire to sleep. So the sleep pressure is increasing. And that is why, you know, the longer you're awake, the more tired you feel because this adenosine is building up in the brain and it's sending a signal to the body saying, we need to sleep. High adenosine reduces the activation of wake promoting regions in our brain and it increases the activation of sleep inducing regions in our brain so in other words it's pushing us to go to sleep and then we go on to caffeine so caffeine is a psychoactive compound that actually binds to the receptors that adenosine also binds to and when caffeine binds to these receptors it blocks it so adenosine can't bind and this actually kind of inhibits the effects of adenosine because it can't, it, it's only effective when it's bound to its receptor. So if it can't bind because caffeine is blocking it, adenosine can't have its sleep inducing effects. So for this reason, even small doses of caffeine can negate this tired feeling that we get as our adenosine is building up throughout the day. The reason that we get this sort of up and down, you know, we're really boosted with energy when we drink our coffee and then an hour later we're in a slump and we're really tired again. The reason we get that, because the caffeine when you drank the coffee binds to the adenosine receptors and then over time as the caffeine is broken down, these receptors become free again. So the adenosine starts binding and that's when you start feeling tired and you have that slump. Anyway, I just went on such a large tangent, but I am actually going to go through all of that kind of thing in an episode or maybe a series of episodes about sleep, but I wanted to put that in here because it's really interesting and I could talk about this all fucking day. But anyway, so ultimately, drink enough fluid. Dehydration can really affect your brain function, your mood, your energy. In fact, there was one study I read where young men who lost just 1.59% of their body fluid had a poorer working memory function and experienced increased feelings of anxiety and fatigue by that 1% change. So it's really important. 
I'm, I'm actually now going to move on to sleep and talk a little bit about that. So obviously six to eight hours of sleep is recommended. Your sleep pressure, like I said, it determines the wake and sleep cycle that you have going on. I talked about adenosine and caffeine. I'm not going to go over that again, but it's easy to neglect or forget about sleep. You know, we've got all these responsibilities. We're busy. We want to stay on TikTok all night instead of going to sleep. And we kind of forget that we actually should really be fueling our bodies with the right amount of sleep. Also, with the increased anxiety that people are experiencing nowadays, a lot of people, me included, go to bed worrying about life instead of getting to sleep. When we lack sleep, we are tired. That's pretty well known. You know, you can guarantee that if you come into work saying, I'm really tired today, people will be like, oh, did you not sleep well? Because ultimately that is the kind of one determining factor that we all think about when it's like, oh, we're tired, we don't have any energy. It's estimated that about 20 to 30% of the general population experience poor sleep and it results in you feeling lethargic, grumpy, tired, moody, whatever else, not very good things. During REM sleep, so that's rapid eye movement sleep, blood flows to the muscles and blood flow to the muscles increases and this helps tissues to repair and restore themselves. And going to bed earlier can actually help to regulate your circadian rhythm, your hormones, your HPA axis, your hypothalamus actually releases um, certain hormones and it regulates our sleep. It also regulates things like sex drive, temperature, weight, emotions, immune responses. So, you know, all of these things can be affected when we actually lack sleep, not just our, not just our energy levels. Around 70% of the daily pulses of growth hormone that we have actually happen during our slow wave sleep. So that's kind of the deep sleep. So not only are we repairing and restoring whilst we're sleeping, which can lead to an increase in our energy during the day, but our bodies are actually growing and kind of resetting when we sleep. So it's really, really important. The next thing I want to talk about is focusing on your gut health. The gut microbiota, are that includes all of the, the bacteria, the viruses, the protozoa, all of that good stuff that lies within our guts. And they actually, in particular bacteria, help to digest some of the food that we eat. And the fibre that is in our diets are actually converted into short-chain fatty acids, which are really beneficial for the body. And some of the gut bacteria can actually synthesise vitamins, like vitamin K and vitamin B12. And... The, the short-chain fatty acids that our bacteria produce, these can actually help to regulate our appetite and our metabolism and in turn our energy levels. In some studies that I read, short-chain fatty acid administration to participants actually decreased their serum, so their blood levels of triglycerides, total cholesterol and insulin, and it increased their leptin, which is a hunger hormone. And studies show that short-chain fatty acids can inhibit or reduce fat deposition by in- inhibiting food intake, reducing lipogenesis, so fat production, and enhancing lipolysis or lipolysis, which is fat breakdown. So focusing on your gut health has profound effects on your metabolism, your energy levels, and your weight and your weight management. The gut microbiota actually counts for about 10 to 15% of the calories that we take in from our diet. It massively contributes to our immune system. Around 70% of our immune system actually lies within our gut. 
And we all know that when we're, you know, we've come down with a cold, we've got an infection, we feel tired, we feel lethargic, we have no energy. So really focusing on your gut health to keep your immune system healthy and functioning correctly can reduce your chances of infection and boost your energy levels. And of course, like I mentioned, the short chain fatty acids, they can decrease blood levels of insulin which ultimately can help you to regulate your blood sugar levels and stop these massive spikes in blood sugar and then these massive dips or crashes. So our energy is more stable throughout the day. Again, boosting your energy levels and keeping you feeling happy and bubbly and energetic. The next one that you need to focus on when you want to boost your energy is your stress levels. Stress-induced hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline consume a lot of energy so when we are in that fight or flight response our bodies are stressed they think there's something bad going on your body uses a lot of sugar and a lot of glycogen stores and it breaks down fat sores if it needs to in order to get enough energy for you to fight or flight this can leave you with this massive burst of energy but then you crash right after it so i think when it comes to stress control your levels lighten your load if you can and don't overwork yourself try and put into place you know these rest days time to relax and really just try and slow down if you are feeling really really stressed chronic stress is so bad for us and it's something that i'm working on personally because i'm a massive stress head and i like to take on so so much but it's actually really bad for you in the long term and it can lead you to having no energy and feeling really lethargic with that being said the next thing that can boost your energy is exercise so we all know exercise wakes us up it gets the blood pumping around the body for me personally i when i wake up i'm so tired every single day but then as soon as i go up and i'm at the gym I wake up and I feel fine and it really helps me to just have a good start to the day and boost my energy and I feel so good. So I would recommend if you can to work out in the mornings, of course, give or take, you know, what your time schedule is like. You might prefer to eat in the morning before you work out. It might not be practical for you to get up and go straight to the gym like I do, but obviously listen to your body and do what you prefer but I definitely recommend at some point in the morning or in the early afternoon to exercise. I don't really like to recommend working out in the evening because I feel like by then, you know, our adenosine, our sleep pressure is increasing. We've just been at work all day. It's getting darker. It's getting colder outside. I just... I just don't recommend people to work out in the evening because I feel like your energy is usually dipping by that point or it kind of is for me. I know some people actually prefer to work out after work in the evenings but yeah I I think if you can I would just recommend to do it in the morning or in the early afternoon. Get it out of the way, get that boost, that workout in, get the blood pump into your muscles and then you can enjoy the rest of your day. Exercise releases serotonin and dopamine, both of which are kind of our happy hormones. Whether it's intense exercise or light leisurely exercise, these hormones are released. So do what you enjoy the most. You don't have to go and run or do anything crazy if you don't enjoy it. The idea of exercise is that you are enjoying it and it's giving you that extra boost of energy. Yoga and meditation is also a great way to boost your energy, even though it is low impact. There was one study that found that sedentary people with persistent unexplained fatigue decreased their tiredness by around 65% 
just by regularly participating in low intensity cycling. So it doesn't have to be these crazy HIIT workouts to actually have the results that you want. One study actually suggested that going for a 10 minute walk when you feel tired is actually a better kind of pick me up compared to having a snack. So if you are feeling super tired, you think, oh, I'm hungry. That's why I need something to boost my energy. You grab a snack. But this study actually showed that going for a walk boosted people's energy levels more so than having a snack. So just something to think about, you know, when you are feeling tired, maybe you just need to get up and move around. I find that when I've been sat at my desk doing work all day, I feel so tired, but then I get up, I walk around a bit, or I go outside for a walk, and I actually kind of feel rejuvenated and ready to work again. So it does actually, it kind of makes sense. If you are kind of busy all day, every day, you don't have time to get to a gym in particular to do a one-hour workout, just try adding in a few steps here and there throughout your day. Go for a 10-minute walk after lunch go for an afternoon walk go and do a quick jog after work take the dog for a walk whatever it is just getting that activity doesn't have to be all in one go at the gym it can be throughout the day and if anything I actually would recommend you to get the movement in throughout the day instead of as one solid block of exercise if you can that leads me nicely on to the next tip If you are going out for walks, you're getting outside, you're getting in the fresh air, you're getting that sunlight on your skin. That is a really great way to boost your energy is going outside. Sunlight can help us synthesize vitamin D, which actually acts as a hormone in the body, although it is a vitamin, it's actually kind of a hormone and it helps to regulate the levels of phosphorus and calcium in our bodies and it also regulates bone turnover. I know that's not necessarily related to energy, but it's super important and I just wanted to mention it. But sunlight can really improve our mood and there is a condition called SAD, S-A-D, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And this is something that actually I suffer with myself. I get very depressed in the winter when there's very little sunlight, the days are really short, the weather's cold and just getting outside can really help to boost your mood and your energy get walking, use it as a sociable event if you want to go with your friend or take your dog for a walk. It's just really helpful. It can really clear your mind as well when you're just walking out in the fresh air. I like to put music in or a podcast and yeah, it just feels really good. Actually, that again leads me really nicely onto the next point. Really good segue there, but music is such a good way to boost your energy. I don't know about you, but if I put on a banging tune, I feel amazing like some of the music I listen to just to get me hyped when I'm at the gym is it's just crazy how it can take you from being super tired to being ready to smash a workout or ready to smash life in general like I really really love music and it's crazy how much music can actually change my mood and I think it's the same for a lot of people so if you are feeling low on energy get a really good playlist together on spotify or apple music whatever you listen to whatever platform you use to listen to music make a hype playlist make a boss bitch playlist whatever is going to get you motivated and ready to smash the day and the final two really quick ones are limit your alcohol and avoid smoking The smoking one is pretty obvious, it's just shit for you all round, can easily become reliant on it and smoking can reduce your oxygen levels because it contains certain carcinogens that can bind to our red blood cells which prevents oxygen from binding to them which can lead you to feeling tired. When it comes to the alcohol, 
when you drink, you actually have, although you feel like you've slept for hours and hours after you drink, you always wake up feeling tired. And that is because alcohol really decreases your sleep quality. It can also act as a diuretic, meaning that if you drink it before bed, which most of us do because we're drinking in the evenings, it can make you need to get up at night to pee more. It can disrupt your sleep that way. And it can also lead to you feeling dehydrated, which is what causes a hangover. And like I mentioned at the start of this episode, dehydration can leave you feeling tired and fatigued. So it all links in really nicely together. All of these things go towards the energy levels that we experience. And if we want to boost our energy, we should be focusing on eating healthy, drinking enough fluid, focusing on our sleep, controlling our stress, focusing on gut health, exercising daily, getting outside and getting that fresh air. If we want that extra boost of energy, put on our favorite playlist, limit the alcohol and avoid smoking. So that is a quick rundown of everything that you can do and everything that you can avoid to boost your energy. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful. Let me know over on Instagram at Finding My Fit Podcast what you do to boost your energy. If you want to join my weekly affirmations list, head over to my website finding-my-fit.com to sign up. I'm not going to spam you with emails, it's just one email a week and it's just a little bit of positivity to, you know, boost your mental health. I'd love for you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if that is where you're listening. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one.